Okay, that's cool. Bruh. Let me see. I gotta find it. <clears throat> All right, three, two, one, go. Ah, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today we got a special episode, episode seven. We're gonna be talking about music. Some of the questions we're gonna answer are: Who are your favorite artists of all time, and why? What's your favorite album from that artist? We're going to do a ranking between Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole. And then lastly, we're going to say who is the most influential artist of this generation. So who want to go first? Mm. Yeah. Oh, you can go first. See, Jesse? Nah, this is episode seven. My name is uh, Mikhailo Mudrick, 007, you know. But see, I should go first because he already has his answer. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll go first. Uh, so, what was the first question? Is who's my favorite artist of all time? All time, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. Ah. Uh, oh my god. Oh. I, I mean, mean, dude, you got like a you got like a three, and then you get shortened it down to the to your yeah. one. Man, it's gonna be a long conversation if you don't got your answer. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, you want to say who you, who you said off camera? Mm, well, the, what I said off camera is just right now, I guess during like you know modern time right now, like right yeah, now, yeah. I probably say I probably say him. All time though, I mean, I'll, I'll pick Ye or Hove or something like that. I mean, that's probably the obvious answer. Or say who you said uh, off. Wait, are we doing greatest? Wait, are we doing favorite? No, yeah, I said, who's your favorite? Like, who's uh, your yeah, favorite? like, oh, you see your favorite or who's yeah, the best all time? Who's, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Right now, my favorite, I'll probably say Cardi. And why Cardi your favorite? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just listen. I don't know. Like, like say the story. Say the story of like when you first like, through, listened through, to him through, throughout high school. Yeah, yeah. Phase. Say the story. Pretty much a phase. Pretty much, you know. Through, I think the the most Cardi I listened to is throughout senior year, and I had a whole phase like just listening to Cardi, and that's when. This this was like maybe um uh when he dropped Dialit, like when he dropped Dialit, bro, oh my god, like <laughs> damn bro. I was just listening to that all the time, everything like that. Um <clears throat> I, I wanna say, I would say I, yeah, he's my favorite artist right now, I guess kind of. Because like I think I don't know, man, it's, ever since he created opium, you know what opium he's like his, his label, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Bro, everybody's on that like, you know. I feel like before before he created that shit, no one's on that you know that vamp shit. Not, not people ever see every every dress that you know that vamp shit, all the black opium shit. Do you know what I mean though? Like yeah, you ever yeah, see yeah. like yes, bro. Like before that, no one was doing that, bro. Like ever since now, like when he, when he dropped whole lot red, bro. Like everybody now, like when you go, when I went to the concert, bro. When I went to the King Carson Lone Concert, bro. Everyone was on that opium shit, that vamp shit. You could see that fucking all the black, all black and everything like that. What the fuck is going on? Like. But I remember back then, like before whole lot red drop, no one really liked that shit, bro. On God, like that's on God. Like I don't know. So it's like Cardi made a wave, bro. Yeah, in my opinion, he made a wave low key. Like he he pretty much made a wave. Like on God, like like I don't know. I mean, when he signed Ken Carson alone, like that's that's um also homicide gang. Yeah, like them three niggas, bro. Like bro, it's crazy. Like he he pretty much created a wave. I mean, I don't know, but like. The very first I listened to Cardi was obviously throughout, I think, when he dropped self title. 
And man, I, I love that album still to this day. It's still probably one of the best. His, I, oh, it's kind of hard actually because I have that little one for me. Mm. As like, your favorite I, Cardi album? Yes, I was, I have my, yeah, it's my favorite Cardi. I, he's I, for me right now. I'll rank it as that lit first. And damn, I, the thing is, back then I would have said self title number two. But as of right now, now like throughout, you know how music going right now, I'll probably say Hold on Red second, if you know what I mean. If you understand that, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like people, I don't know why, but I put I put Dale first, Hold on Red, then self title. Back then, I would have put, I would have switched. But I mean, as of right now, I put Hold on Red second, because that's what I listen to. That's what I'll be listening to a little more than self title. Like self title is still good. Like don't make me wrong. There's there's no skips in that album. Like I swear to God, like it's still good. But I'll, I'll probably just put a whole lot red, like still second for right now. Through, let, um, let me ask you: when when whole lot red dropped, a lot of people said it wasn't like that though. It, the thing is, you know, it's funny. I remember when it dropped, bro, and I was heated, bro, because I was ready for the album, bro. And when I first heard that shit, I'm like, "What is going on?" Like, it it's just like it, it just I don't know, man. It's just that album just aged well, bro. Literally, it, like two or three years later, everyone was on it. And that's everyone was on that shit and like bro it is it, crazy bro like literally like and I, I don't know because i don't know why it's just it's just crazy like how much it just aged like bro everybody's on like everybody loves whole, whole lot right now like everybody's like oh my god it's the best choreo I've ever which i i to the to to degree i i guess i kind of agree to a sense because he kind of evolved in a way you know what i mean because he's not cash car no more he's more to that rock star shit like Ulu Uzi, you know what i mean mm. so it's like in a way, I do understand that some people, you know, preference that, you know, they could say, yeah, Hall of Red is probably the most best, his best production, and he, he evolved as a person, which I do understand in a way, but I still will have that late, because that's more close to my, you know, um, throughout high school, that's what else throughout throughout high school, you know what I mean? It's more close to my heart, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'll probably say that, but for me, he kind of created a way, low-key, you know, with, you know, with opium, everything like that, and, you know, how people just... I don't know. People just change using man. Everybody's on that vamp shit now, which is crazy nuts now. Um, in 2023, still going, you know. I mean, yeah, whole lot red. I mean, when that shit came out, it was a, it was oh my god, like I, it was, it was like a war. Like if you like that shit, <laughs> it was like a war. Niggas going ham on Twitter, bro. Like it was like a war, bro. Like that week, that first week was crazy. Like oh my god, like I don't know. But so, to this day, now I, I would say this. I don't listen. I listen. I like whole lot red, but like, I mean. But there's some song I still don't genuinely like, but it kind of took me a while to like, you know, to like, you know, settle in, if you know what I mean. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. To like, to like, you know, get used to it in a way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But what you going to ask me? I'm sorry, I caught you. No, I say, so when, when is he going to drop all these unreleased tracks? Yeah, I, I know. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know why he has not dropped. Bro, his leaks are better than his albums, low key, sometimes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, that's what I heard. But that's what I think. I think because they should keep leaking his ass, and he gets pissed off. Like you know, they don't drop that because which it makes sense with his record label. You know, if, if you're calling against him, he can't drop. We can't drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want. I want to say it's entirely his fault. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I, I feel like he would want to drop, but like if his record is not letting him drop, then that's not really his. That's an issue for them. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but also you know, yeah, also with the leaks as well, everybody keep leaking his shit. So it's like it's kind of hard for him. Like I don't know, like. To drop to drop everything, you know, he can't really drop everything what he wants, you know what I mean? Mm. Do you so, think he's ever gonna drop it? I hope, I wish. I mean, supposedly I thought he was gonna drop this year, plus Travis Scott and everything like that. But I hope, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't even know, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised he doesn't drop like <laughs> like this year. I wouldn't mm. be surprised. I mean, no, like 
I'm going to just ask you uh, the remainder two questions, and then we'll go to Jesse after. Okay. So, ranking Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake, do from three to one, who's the worst? Even though it's a good three, who's the worst and who's the best in your opinion? So, we're going three to one? Yeah, three, three to least. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, J. Cole's number three. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's, yeah, J. Cole's number three. Uh, damn, man. This is this is a... Uh, I mean, we're, we're not going to interrupt like, you, but you just explain your thought process to us. It's like for for Drake and Kendrick, there's some days like I can't really compare. I can't really I can't really compare them like that. It's kind of hard, you know. Uh, uh, damn. Mm. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. Okay, J Cole's three. I put Drake second. I put Kendrick one. But as of right now, if but if I put this, if it was old Drake, old Drake, I put him a one. But new right now, like I don't say him right now, like for mm. a reason because I don't really like his stuff right now. But I rather let's say Kendrick, if, if you know what I mean, to like you know if he dropped out by Lesnar, I rather listen to him first. Like I don't know. So you saying old old Drake like take care, nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything like old Drake will clear that like for sure. But as of new Drake right now, I don't really like. It's not it's not trash, but I don't I don't know. I just don't really like it as much as how I used to like it. You know what I mean? With Kendrick, mm-hmm. obviously his old shot, he's, he's iconic. His old stuff is amazing. You know what I mean? Um, I think he say, I mean, he kind of stayed more consistent throughout throughout because you know he's different. He's more lyrical than Drake. You know, Drake is more hits, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it's like I don't know. So, but in some ways, it it could switch. But like, I'll probably stick to three: J Cole, two Drake, and Kendrick for one right now in that sense. Okay. But I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if other people will put Drake first in Kendrick because that's our preference, which I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, that's my list. If you know, I don't know. I'll probably say that's my list. Then let me ask you: Do you think J Cole underrated? Mm, in some ways, kind of. But I mean, yeah, I, I guess he's kind of underrated. I, I'll say that a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't say he's overrated. I mean, he's probably just for me. He's kind of underrated, but not underrated. If, if at the same time, if you know what I mean. I think he's just middle fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he, I'm not saying he's trash. He's not. I mean, he's not garbage. If you know, he's not the worst rapper I heard. But like, I wouldn't like back in the day. I listen to him a lot, but right now, I I don't listen to him at all. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I wouldn't say he has a lot of replay value than Kendrick and Drake. If you know what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, or do you have any? Uh... That's it. That's it. Favorite Kendrick or Drake songs? Mm. Mm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Damn. The thing is, for Drake, because I, I don't know, to me, my, I love Nothing Was The Same. I don't know. I love, that's probably one of my favorite Drake albums, Nothing Was The Same. And then, I don't know, that whole album was amazing. Um, damn. Mm. That's my favorite Drake album. Probably, uh, that's a lot, though. Or you could say, like, three, maybe. Damn. Um, okay, I'll say Pound Cake. Maybe Pound Cake. I knew Pound I like, Cake. I like Pound Cake a lot. Um, damn. I'm trying to think that's the one's most iconic ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Headlines is amazing. I mean, damn. Marvel rooms, Marvel rooms, famous as well. I mean, that's a lot of like iconic ones he had. I mean, I mean, but yeah, I probably, I probably save that for now. I probably save that for now. But Kendrick, for Kendrick though, like mm, Kendrick, damn, that's actually it. Damn, Kendrick. 
The thing is, I don't say it's Kendra as much as you. That's why. Yeah. I don't say Kendra as much anymore. Damn. That's such a good one. But probably my favorite one for hit, like, oh, that's tough though. Like my friend out for him, like, damn, that's tough though. It's yeah, like it's it's it's, it's, it's between two pimp and fly or a good kid for sure. Like I don't know. Okay. Like for me, but like I don't know why two pimp two pimp fly is more of a emotional album to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot like you. I like you. Uh, Mortal Man. Like you know what I mean. Mortal Man hit. Yeah, it hits. Like I don't know. I just like those. Like I don't know. It's just more emotional to me. I like. I like. I like Dan. Obviously, when Dan came out, it was pretty good. I still like Dan to this day. You know, it's real iconic. Like Duckworth and you know DNA Element. You know. Yeah. It's it's still pretty. You know, good to this day. Like for sure. Like. I mean, I don't know. That was my answer. Okay, and then the last question I ask you is, who is the most generate most influential? Artists no, 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 no. Just... Let's, let's do it. Let's do it last. Or do it all together? All right, yeah, bet, let's do it all bet. together. It's more better. Let's do it all together. All right, bet, bet, bet. Okay, Jesse, nice to you. You're not going. Are you going to answer yourself? Who me? What, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Answer, answer, answer. No, I'll go last. You yeah, said he was going last. He said he was going last. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jesse. First question is, who is your favorite artist and why? Right now or all time? Um, I said all time. All time. Well. I mean, the answer is Kanye. I don't think it's never not been Kanye. Def Con 3? <laughs> I mean, yeah, even after that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Kanye. Why? But, I don't know. There's just some things that you can't explain. It's just his greatness, his work, his body, his discography just kind of like speaks for it, you know? Um, just easily one of those people who changed everything. Not just that, but just having like having a discography where like every single album could be considered a classic is just something that not a lot of people can do if anything nobody can do you know mm-hmm. and I don't know there's just something about him that people love it's it's hard to you know I'm, I'm in that too he's just great I mean ever since I was a kid I've always said Kanye I've had people in my church who <laughs> people <laughs> but um who, who, who listened to Kanye, they kind of put me onto Kanye. And I think my first real thing listening to Kanye was probably like graduation era. Like when it came out? Um, Yeah, when it came out. Because I was like, what, 06, 07? 07. 07, yeah. yeah 07. And I think, I mean, Stronger was obviously on the radio too. Yeah. So, um, yeah that was like my first time like hearing him. So what would you say is your favorite album from him? Uh, my personal favorite album is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm. I think um, his ability to... I mean, like, that all happened after... Let's see, yeah, tell us the background story about it. Well, I mean, that, that album obviously had been... Before that, the Taylor Swift incident happened, and a lot of people, mm-hmm. thought, yep. <laughs> and a lot of people thought that his career was done. Yeah. Even me as a kid seeing that was just like, why would you do that, you know? Like, I felt that was unnecessary, but... Kanye being Kanye, you know, he's always going to do things that he wants to do that nobody can really tell him not to do, you know. But um, that's just who he is. And for him to go away, to get away, to go to Hawaii, to build an album and to invite people to come to the island and record verses. Mm-hmm. And then where you hear iconic verses, like, for example, um, Nicki Minaj probably dropped one of the hardest verses of all time. Mm-hmm. 
Kanye has this ability to bring out the best in every single artist. For example, like Chance on Ultra Light Beam. Um, even re- more recently, Fabio on 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 um, Off the Grid. That was a crazy verse. Um, and all the other features throughout the album, you know, bringing on Hove, Cuddy, um, even Raekwon. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. And Rick Ross too on uh, what's it called? Oh, um, that song. It's like Devil in a. Yeah, Devil in a new dress. Yeah, Devil in a new dress. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. But yeah, like that's like one of the like best Rick Ross verses you'll ever hear. And he he yeah. re-recorded the verse too. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye, yeah. Kanye, yeah. Kanye yeah, told him to go rewrite it over until he got it right. And I think that's yeah, just like the, like his greatness to speak. Say, you know, he always brings the best out of people, and that's what I love about him. But yeah, I would say Twisted Fantasy probably my favorite album. All right, and then ranking Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake from least to greatest, three to one. Least to greatest? Off of that, Drake's number one. <laughs> but so Drake, you... Drake has the greatest. Yeah, I mean, out of the three, I think Drake's the greatest. And then second and third? Um, Second's Kendrick, third's Cole. All right, now explain. But I mean, I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan. This is not to discredit his work or anything that he's ever done. I mean, going platinum, no features, this is an incredible feat, um, which hasn't been done for a very long time until he did it. Um, but, you know, I think also I'm being biased, too. It's like sort of when Cole came out with those yay disses saying that how if he listened to his old stuff, he knew he knows that he could top it. Ever since then, J. Cole has never made a better project than Forest Hills Drive. Didn't he say that like 2016? He said that 2016, like late 2016, when he went false prophets. Yeah, you know he was talking about Kanye. He was coming at him, and I understand because at the time Kanye was having his breakdowns. He's going crazy, you know. And this was it, was, it was a wild time. But um, I think for me, it's like if you say something, you just have to back it up. And I'm, it's not to say that um, Kod, um, the off season, off season, wasn't there another one or no? Um, yeah, was there another one? KOD came out 2018. All season came out 2021. Was there one in the middle or no? <clears throat> um, no, right? I don't think so. I thought like it was just singles. Yeah, I think it was singles. just singles. But no, he had that Dreamville thing too, though. No, I mean, it was a, it was a Dreamville album. Though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like it was, it was a compilation of all the 2020. Yeah. yeah. But no, but um, yeah, I mean, KOD is definitely not. No, For Your Eyes Only. 2016. Yeah, 2016. For Your Eyes Only was not better than Force Was Drive. KOD was not better than Force Was Drive. And, like, I'm not saying that's a standard. It was still good, though. They were, they were good albums, but respectively, it's like, I still have Born Center over the other albums that he released. Mm. I think Born Center is number two, and I think that doesn't change. Born Center came out 2013. Even his first album, um, what, is it? what is it called? The Sideline Story? Not The Sideline Story. Is it? It was like uh, workout. Going with what workout on it? Yeah, yeah, with workout. That's a great album. Isn't that Cold Story or Cold World? Cold World, the sideline story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that that album had Dawn and Dream, Can't Get Enough, uh, the song with Drake, In the Morning, Lost Ones, Nobody's Perfect. I mean, these are great songs, you know. And I think I think that's a classic album to me personally. Um, you know, it's like it's like for your first album to be great. It's, it's it's an amazing thing, but 
yeah, I feel like he was just too he was he was just good and he set the standard so high that I don't think he could ever redo it again, you know, or even be better. So why do you have Drake as the best out of the three? Well you said greatest. And I yeah, feel like greatest. Think, and I feel like when you think of greatness it's just like what hasn't Drake done? And I understand if you're looking at it like outside of a hip hop view, you could say that, but if you're looking within a hip hop, like obviously his work hasn't been as great as if you're reading it's too late, um, take care, nothing was the same. Like his recent projects aren't reflective of who he was before. But I think as um fans we have to let artists, like our the people that we look up to evolve. Because if not, then we might just be getting the same thing over and over again. You know, and I think each album serves its purpose differently. Um, but also at the same time, it's like, we, we all know he's a businessman. Um, he wants to commercialize his career. And and, and so, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the, the quality is going to go down. He's always going to be putting out more than, um, more than there is quality. Um, but that's just the reality of it. But, but I just have Drake number one. It's just Drake at his best is just better than all of them. <laughs> you know, he might not have the he might not have the rapping ability as Kendrick, or he might not have the the delivery of J Cole or whatever like that. But there's just something about Drake that's just unmatched. You know, and yeah, like who would have thought like a Jewish boy from Canada would do it? You know, and and also I'm biased with Drake because like growing up from Toronto is like it's really cool to see somebody make it. It's like, oh, that's never really happened before, you know? I mean, we had other Canadian artists, because, like, Celine Dion, but that was pretty much it. But even then, that wasn't rap. But seeing Drake make it was a pretty cool thing. Well, let me ask you uh, two questions. One, what would you say is his best project? And two, how influential has Drake been on the whole Canadian music scene? Um, His best project? That's tough. It is a tough question. That's why. tough. It's a tough question, man. Um, or maybe your favorite, then. okay. The one that like related to me the most was probably Take Care. Um, just because it felt like a it was like a homecoming theme to me, you know. I, I don't know if you if you get it. We're, we're sort of just like he did it with his first album with Take Me Later, and he came back like he came back like that guy. He was like, he was like, I did it, I, I put the city on, you know, mm-hmm. and I the felt six. Yeah, and then and then and nothing was the same. You could you could really you could really t- you could really tell that his like like he was confident. He he was arrogant. He was he was boastful. Like he was he was he was just banging in, in, the, in his third album. In the second album, you could you you see his like I don't know how to explain it, but Take Care was one that I related the most to. But I know if you're reading this, it's too late. It's a mixtape, but I don't think there's a single song on that mixtape that's skippable. You know. I think every single song has a is just great. There's not a single song you can skip. Uh, Legend, Legend, Ten Bands, Energy, No Talent, mm-hmm. uh, Six Man, Yep, uh, Six God, Yep, um, Legend. We say Legend, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jungle, uh, Company with Travis Scott, Preach with um, Party Next Door, Used to with Lil Wayne. Um, but yeah, all those songs are great, you know, but. <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, I, I think for me, my favorite probably Take Care. But his best one, I would probably say, like his best work that he's ever put out, probably nothing was the same. Oh my God, I just love that album. Man. Yeah, nothing was the same as a great album. 
Like, even like the intro, like Tuscan Leather, there's like three different yes. beat switches, bro. Yes. <laughs> like two, yes, three bro. different beat switches. Like literally, you know, um, the production on that was crazy. Shout out 4D though. Dummy yeah. in the chat. Intro, outro, amazing. I'll just, I don't know, man. Yeah. Dummy in the chat. Start it from the bottom now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, to answer your second question, like his impact on. I don't know. Okay, first off, definitely the city. He definitely opened a lot of doors, even through OVO sound. It's like, you have artists such as Roy Woods. I mean, like, even though, like, people don't really hear about him much, there was a time when people were listening to drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still replayable today. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there who still play drama. Um, you got artists like Party Next Door, who's one of the greatest writers of our generation, in my opinion. Very underrated. He's written a lot of songs that people might not know of. Um... Yeah, Party Next Door, great artist. Um, but even, even not saying that he created The Weeknd, because I don't think an artist can create another artist, but without Drake, there would be no Weeknd. And we all know The Weeknd today as one of the, probably one of the biggest artists in the world, if not he might deep, be number not one. He might be number one, you know. Um, so without Drake there, there's no The Weeknd. Uh, and even Tory Lanez, you know, um, who, who's who's locked up right now, or wherever he is. <laughs> yeah. But... But even without Tori or, you know, all these other young artists. But even, like, if Drake's on a feature, he, you know it's golden. I mean, you know that guy's smiley. Even, uh, I mean, wasn't Whiskey too? On Views? Yeah, Whiskey was on One Dance. That, yeah. That helped a lot. And, but not just that, but, like, I mean, people want to say, like, oh, like, Drake appropriates or, like, he bites. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like he brings a lot of, he garners a lot of attention to that genre of music. I think in more life that helped a lot of the things that were happening in the UK, especially collabing with a lot of the Joe Rappers there, so the gigs, um, Skepta, doing a couple songs with Georgia, you know, even getting on a song with Dave, you know, helping them get the recognition. Uh, yeah, even with Whiskey, you know, he's doing his thing and with Dancehall and uh, what's his name? Popcon. Mm. Oh, did, yeah. was it Jamaican artist? Yeah, the Jamaican artist. Yeah, because he signed to OVO too. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. And so, yeah. But no, I mean, his influence is really great. He's definitely opened a lot of doors for the artists in Toronto. I mean, there's a lot of people coming out from Toronto. I mean, I know y'all know Daniel Caesar. Yeah. Um, maybe you guys might have heard of uh, Jesse Reyes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the city's popping. You know. But even under the weekend, under the weekend's label, you know, you have people like Nav, um, Belly. Um, I don't know if you guys know 88 Glam. Um, but yeah, I mean, without Drake, there wouldn't be a lot of artists from Canada. And so he's opened up, he's definitely opened a lot of doors. Yeah. So you think, uh, all right, is it my turn? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, where do I begin? But first, before I even say my favorite artist, I do have to. I do like agree with what Jesse said. For me, with my favorite, it's like it's almost like something that you kind of can't explain when you have that level of connection to um some a project artist. But my favorite artist now and all time is Kendrick Lamar. I first started listening to Kendrick. It was like a you know um back in the day like a YouTube Viva right. So the first song I ever listened to was Swimming Pools. And like immediately I just got hooked. And then 
when I first started playing games, like 2K13, NBA 2K13, he had um, Now or Never with Mary J. Blige. And, like, that was the second track I heard. And then hearing Good Kid, Mad City, it was just, it opened my, my eyes. My favorite album is tough because it's damn, but it's tough because Good Kid, Mad City was my first and it was so good from top to bottom. Like, it's unskippable. For sure. And, when To Pimp a Butterfly first came out, I, I, was, I was like 13. I didn't like it. The only song I liked was All Right because, <laughs> like, the, the beat. I didn't like it. And then literally, like, last year, I just listened to it again, and I didn't realize how good To Pimp a Butterfly was. And I listened to every track, like, More to Man, I, uh, with uh, All Right, King Kunta, like, it was just beautiful. Beautiful. Even uh, Wesley's Theory. I didn't even like that song when I first heard it. Wesley's Theory is such a great song. First song of the track. These Walls my favorite album. Yeah, If These Walls Could Talk. It, the, the background vocals on These Walls is perfect. But I just add, like, what he's talking about is crazy where he made that metaphor. Yeah, talking about um, uh, sex, but it's not even a metaphor to say. Yeah. But yeah, like, and then like having like Thundercat and all these like great musicians on that project, it really grew over me over time. But damn, to me, damn is like it's it's the best. It's the best. And I don't like saying the reason why I don't like saying it is because it's it's the most commercialized album that he has. So it's like oh, everyone knows like sit down, be humble. But for me, it's is when I it was DNA when I first listened to it. But now it's God, it's Duckworth. It's loyalty. I like it's, feel a lot. Yeah, feel. And uh, I think I don't know which one it was, but it was like no, ain't nobody praying for me. That's like in every single. <laughs> but yeah, but like that's but, literally in every single. No, no, not every song, not. But even the reverse order too is is just perfect. And yeah. like I don't know, like I just have such a connection to the music. I really feel like I relate to every experience that Kendrick raps about. Even the song Duckworth, when he's saying like. Uh, Top Dog, his uh, his former uh, production label owner, he robbed the KFC store, and the guy that was working at the KFC store was his dad. But because his dad gave him a little extra biscuit, he like spared his life. He didn't rob him. But in any other circumstance, he could have killed his dad, and he would have never uh, had his dad growing up. He would have had a whole different path, and then Top Dog would have never been that record label or influencer to sign Kendrick from Compton to begin with. And even just the story, like. If you see uh, every Kendrick album, it's a progression of who he is. If you want to start with Good Kid, Mad City, just a kid just describing his life in Compton, his environment growing up. And then to Pimp a Butterfly, he matures and he reflects on the history and ancestry of Black people being uh, enslaved in prison, whatever, going back from uh, slavery times. And then you see Dam is a reflection of himself, like his, his partner, him being like, the the best artist in the world, the greatest artist, whatever. And then you look at Mr. Morale. I even talk about Mr. Morale. But Mr. Morale, him deep reflecting himself that he's not a savior. He's not the he's not the guy who can save rap. He's not he's just a human being just like us. Even uh and I gotta check. But even Mr. Morale, like I like Mr. Morale a lot. Even though some songs don't really have replay value. As much I like N95, Father Time, Rich Spirit, Count Me Out is my favorite song of that whole album. And the hard part, probably, oh my gosh, when the hard part five first dropped, I was so happy because it was like the end of the, it was like a four year hiatus. 
He dropped that album or that, that single on YouTube, number one trending. And you know, when he had the deep faces, we had uh Nipsey Hustle on there, he had Kanye on there, he had uh Will Smith on there. It was just like, bro, this is peak cinema, like this is art manifested in human form. So it's like I have I have no and I went to his concert too, and it just I was almost like starstruck. I was like, wow, like he's actually a real person. And a lot of the songs, they actually sounded a lot better. The Mr. Morale song, they sounded better live than uh over over a phone or whatever. And then ranking, this might sound crazy, but I almost I almost put Cole second. I, I almost put Cole second. So, that means he, so you have Drake last? Not anymore. But I was debating it because over time Cole been kind of growing on me. But I would say Cole third, Drake second, Kendrick first. Well, I mean, that makes and, sense. Cole's a lot more, like, related to Kendrick than Drake is. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't like I don't like Drake, man. That's that <laughs> guy, bro. But I think I think Kendrick clears Drake in every aspect, in my opinion. Like, lyrically, I feel like his music is better. I mean, old Drake, I don't like saying old Drake, new Drake, but obviously old Drake is more similar. But now that guy... Man, I have an agenda against Drake, so you know I listen to him. I swear to that guy. But yeah, Kendrick is my favorite. He's number one on my list, and like that would never change. Yeah. So what's, then, your, what's your favorite Kendrick song? Oh my god, <laughs> that is so hard. Um, see, but you got a favorite Kendrick song? What I can answer it though, but. Damn, that is so hard. Dude, I, I, it's either like... I can't answer I, it, though. All right, go ahead. Uh, I just got to think. But I'll say... Okay, I'll say I have a bunch of favorites, but I will choose an earlier one because I feel like it encapsulates every Kendrick song. Even though I'm, I like... Some of my favorites are God and The Heart Part 5, but as of this moment in time recording, I'll say Swimming Pools. I was gonna say because that's probably one of the first songs I heard. Okay, I'll say I feel like that encaptures everything of who he is. Like people, people go to used to go to the club, and they were like getting drunk listening to that song and getting lit. So it's like almost like a paradox. It's like he's talking about a drinking problem, a self reflection he's having, but he's also still drinking and trying yeah. to like solve his problems through drinking. And I just yeah. feel like that that's the perfect example of how to explain Kendrick. Like he has his own flaws and his own like mess ups, but he's still conscious enough to reflect about it and think about what he's doing and how it can affect him. But he's still messing up at the same time. But yeah, I would say so important. But if you ask me tomorrow, it'd probably be the hard part five or two days from now, it'd be like, God. But yeah. But then, so we'll go to our final question. Whoever wanted to go first, who is the most influential artist of this generation and why? I think we know the answer, but We'll speak on him. Yay. Should I say yay? I agree. I'll say yay for sure. There's no, I don't know. I mean, Jesse? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, okay, fine. Who, who, I mean, that's not, the, answer's saying, yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah, so it's like, great, Kendrick, that's like part of the top three. No, know? but I don't, I don't think Kendrick's influence, like, to me, like, for other, like, when other artists come up, they, they give Kendrick his flowers. They don't say that, oh, Kendrick's bad. They don't say that. But I feel like when you look at their art, is it reflective of the artist? And that's how I look at like yeah. influence. Yeah. And I feel like there's not a single person in this industry who's a, who has not been touched by Kanye. Mm-hmm. 
but not that but not just that but it's like there's some like i guess another question we could ask is there a second is there somebody who out there who influences as much as kanye or maybe just a little less i I don't i think because i think age and longevity has a part to play i think maybe both i think jay-z is very influential Especially in the New York scene, even oh, I, I mean, I like Nas a lot too, but I mean, for for Kanye, it's because one reason I think is because the time that he did it was in the time where those artists were growing up, but it was also very early to to what those people were making at the time. Like even though that what Jesus yeah. at that time, no one made anything like that, and a lot of people thought it was very trash. Yeah, but then you see like some kids were like really like twelve or thirteen listening to that. And then when it got to 19, 20, 18, they literally just copied that or graduation and just tried to get their own style. But that was like the foundation of it. Like Baby Keem, I think Cardi, uh, Uzi, like those people took like Jesus and Grand Inspiration. And Kanye not my favorite, but I've as I've gotten older, I start to appreciate a lot more of his music and I, I started liking a lot more. Like graduation, probably my favorite album of his. That's, yeah. that's, that's your favorite album off his? Yeah, graduation. I, I, I was, I'm, I agree. That's my favorite album. Top ten. My, yeah. You got a top three? Graduation, My Beautiful Dark Two's Fantasy. Third one, mm, damn, man. Uh, Let me see. I'll probably pick AOH. Third. I'll probably I don't, third. I, I do like the, I like some songs off the college drop up, but I don't like the whole thing. Maybe it's just me. Really? Really? I mean, I thought. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of started listening to Kanye late compared to a lot of people, I guess. But I like uh, "Never Let Me Down" is my favorite song of the whole college dropout. That song is a perfect song. And "Through the Wire," oh my god, "Through the Wire." Yeah, I heard it on the dog. I didn't know the song. I heard it on the dog. I was like, bro, this song is perfect, man. (laughs) That is a perfect. That's a perfect song. "Through the Wire" is perfect. I mean, yeah, man. But I mean, I don't know. Other than Hope, who would you say? I don't know if you agree, but I, I think Nas is very influential. Because no. Illmatic, Illmatic started a wave early no, on. But, uh, no, no, but the question was like our generation. Okay, yeah, our generation. I mean, but then is, is Hope even our generation? Because he, he, he started in the late 90s. I mean, you got Kendrick Cole and Drake. Uh, I mean... I, me personally, I mean, obviously, I would still pick Kendrick, but I would say the reasoning behind it is because I feel like Good Kid, Mad said, Mad City, was like it showed an up and car, up and coming artist not trying to like run away from their past, and I feel like a lot of people, a lot of artists now, is like they embrace like this is where I'm from, this is where I was raised, this and that, because you know, Good Kid, Mad City came out like, like 2012. So I feel like that is a very influential art uh, album. Okay. But so, so you think one album is enough to change everybody? No, I mean, I don't think one album is enough. But I can say the other one. I think it, during that time it was very big. But then you look at Tapimba Butterfly. When Tapimba Butterfly first came out, everyone was like, "This is not good, kid, messy. What the heck is this?" And it took time for people to deepen and reflect that it's a it's a reflection of ancestors and predecessors of like 
like black culture, black history, you know. And even like it got the uh, first rap I want to get the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's that's influence in of itself. The first ever rap I want to get a Pulitzer Prize. So that's another album, and I would say that's the album. Is, that album is a classic album. So I would say that's two. I think that's three. You gonna say damn two? Yeah, damn was definitely there. <laughs> My only problem. With them, not it's not even Kendrick's fault. It's just like it was so commercialized. It was like people started listening to him for the first time, and they're like, "Oh, like it hits." Like when Humble first came out, I was like, "I don't like this song because I'm hearing it on the radio." And you know, Kendrick, even though Kendrick had Good Kid, Mad City, and Swim Pools on the radio, it was nothing like when Humble came on the radio. Every person on the earth was like, "Sit down, be humble." And I was like, I was kind of getting annoyed. I'm like, "Y'all were not on this wave before." And he had other songs that are good as this, if not better, you know. Yeah, but that's why I like I like the hiatus he took and to bring Mr. Morale because even Mr. Morale, people are like, bro, this is not humble. Like you waited all this time and you just gave us this album that's not even as good as the other three. But it's a that that album, Mr. Around the Big Separates, is a reflection of him taking himself out the spotlight, realizing that everyone is putting him on a pedestal as you're the best, you're the artist, you're the next great, you're the next legend. But he's saying no, like I have my own shortcomings, I have my own family trauma i have my own pain and suffering my own things that people don't see in the public light but i struggle with or i've gone through and this is just me healing and reflecting myself and then delivering it to the world and i think that's like a perfect story like the progression of he's a young upcoming rapper from compton to him trying to trying to connect with his his roots of of african american culture that him being the number one commercial selling artist to him, just reflecting and realizing he's just a human being at the end of the day. I feel like that's a perfect story. But see, guys, why would you say uh, EA is the most influential? I mean, <clears throat> I just think no, not a lot of people have done it like him, man. I mean, just just that first five albums he, he put out, it's just, uh, just not a lot of people can do that, you know? Nah, I mean? Not a lot. Me, no not one. Yeah, it's just no one. I never, I don't know another artist that can really do that as, like, as how he did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of hard to top that. Uh, I can't really say another, like, I mean, Drake is different, but, like, but that's different, though. But the age is during that time, man. And it's not just his music, bro. It's just really just fashion and everything else, bro. He's really influential. Like, this dude really, you know. He easies pop culture. Yes. Like, literally, bro. Like, with, you know, when he did fashion with Roger Alvo, like, bro, it's just, it's just kind of hard to top that guy, yo. Like, literally, like, you know, if he gets canceled, bro, come on. People still, at the end of the day, is going to like him, like, how, what he did, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, you know, obviously, I can't justify what the shit he does and what he says, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but, but, I, but I separate from him from the, from the music, but his music is just, it's just really timeless. It's like, it's, come on, man. It's just kind of hard to say, like, he's not the greatest, like, you know, sample God and everything like that, bro. Come on. He's just really, <laughs> like, he, okay. he's like, man. I'm gonna I'm ask a, a devil's advocate question. I'm gonna ask Jesse first. What if someone tells you that Kanye is a sample merchant and he has to rely on samples to create good music? What if someone tells me that? Or say I'm saying that. Mm. That he has to rely on samples, otherwise his music's not timeless or classic. I mean, we're acting like every single song that he produces is a sample. It's not, but a lot of his hits are. But I think the thing about art is that art is always evolving. And so, like, 
maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just romanticizing Kanye and his and his and his discography. But it's like to say what he's done is not art is insane. And I feel like sometimes you just have to look at it from that standpoint. And I feel like great artists take little things from each person, you know. And it's like, oh, I got this from that person. Got this yeah. from that person. And someone has to put it all together. And then you know, when you put all those together, you know, it makes a makes a great thing. I mean, for example, like I mean, we could even kind of compare it to Braun, how he got his passing from Magic, or like he got his fade away from um, Jordan. From Jordan, right? But you know, but that's what that's what that's what makes somebody great. It's it's your ability to appreciate other art and not not try to like make something better, but sort of just make it your own. And I think he has this very unique thing where he could take certain things and stamp it as, and not not exactly stamp it as his own, but making it like into this beautiful thing that he that only he can do and no one else can do. Like Bound too. Yeah, like Bound, you know. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I mean, he put Chief Keef on an album, you know. Sixteen year old Chief Keef. Sixteen year old Chief Keef on the album. That's legend. That's legend. Hey, bro. Sh- That's- hey shout out to Shy Rack. Shyrak legend. Shyrak legend. Um, so yeah, I mean, this like who else was doing that? You know, For real? who was? Yeah, you know, and I, th- I think sometimes you need people like him, people who are willing to take those risks, willing to, you know, I guess sample or just like take things from everybody, and you know, hope, not hope for the best, but like I mean, he believes in himself, you know. So I guess he always knew what he was doing, and so I mean, I don't doesn't really bother me if somebody says that. It's like. There's other songs where he doesn't sample where it's a great song, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, you're not, you're, you're obviously, you're, you're also not wrong. Where like I feel like, yeah, his hits do have a lot of samples, you know. Um, stronger with that punk power with those voices, yeah. but you know, if anything, he made that Daft Punk song bigger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's not a knock to Daft Punk because Daft Punk's probably one of the greatest things. Uh, ever happened in the history of music but yeah for you to take greatness and make it even greater that says exactly. a lot exactly you know but that's my own personal opinion other people might think that punks was better but nah not to me no i agree things y'all want to say before we conclude this episode anything about you know favorite artists or maybe a bad album or something a bad album? A bad album for like our artists or yeah. Say like... say a bad album from your favorite artist. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't think there's a bad Kanye album, bro. Yeah, I don't even think like wait 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 like wait wait like all may... albums are Kanye? No, yeah. just may, may, what about a uh, Kissy Ghost? Uh, yeah, I don't like that's because that Cuddy's on it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. A collaborative album, a collaborative album. I don't really. I mean, I can't say that either because then I would also say Watch the Throne was amazing, you know. So yeah, yeah. I guess Kid Sea Ghost was kind of. I wouldn't say it's trash. It does have some good songs, and you know, but I think it's just. I think we just ex- expected something better than that. Yeah, which is fair because you have Cudi and Ye who always who always comes together and makes the best music, but that didn't really live up to it. So I guess Kid Seagulls was bad. I like Jesus is King. I don't care what anybody says. I love Jesus is King. Mm. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> is there a bad Cardi album? But only you, I, this is kind of a hard question because only three Cardi? albums. Cardi, like, but ah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's only three albums, but like realistically, I mean, I think I think it just depends on the person you know taste on the music, what he produce and what he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going for like laid back shit, I will go for you know self title. If you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, but if you're going for like you know, like Tomas pitch shit, and you're going to concert, you want to get hyped up, all our Reggie music, literally, because he he just that's he just involved, like that's how he is now, you know. He's more into like that vamp shit, pop pop up, you know, pop rock shit, you know what I mean, like that, you know, rock star shit into thing that shit. I don't know, which I understand, but I mean, yeah, I mean, what's the, I, I can say I for me, I don't know what's the weakest though, like I don't know because I listen to all of them pretty much good evenly, you know what I mean. And I don't know. I like I like I like each of them like for a good reason. I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to say like uh, I don't know. Damn, that's actually damn. That's tough. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, uh, damn. I don't know. is there a bad Kendrick album? <laughs> damn. Well, first before I say, I forgot to mention earlier. Section eighty is actually a very good album too. Well, hold up, ADHD. Yeah, I mean, Rick and Aaron. ADHD is my favorite. I even forgot. Rick and Morty is on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like Rick and Morty. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's cool. But High Power is a good like song. Rick and Morty is. High High Power is a good song. A dudes to the face. Okay, how about this? Okay, is, okay. Is there? No, but I, I think I, I can't answer this question. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, fine. It also, I mean, I want to, I kind of want to allude it to like our, our ranking of Cole Kendrick and uh, Cole Kendrick and Drake. Okay. I think when you have quality, of, I mean, when you have quantity, obviously the quality is going to go down, which is why, in my personal opinion, we haven't seen a bad Kendrick album. No, I was going to say, I think there is. What's a bad Kendrick album? I, ironically enough, I think Missing Around the Big Steppers was disappointing for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. Way so for his out, yeah. his standard, people would say it's a bad album. Okay, but if you want to rank Mr. Brown the Big Steppers with all the other two artists' albums with every single each of discography, it's not dead last. It's not, but it's it's close to it. I would say it's probably like mid table. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, Kendrick's so good to the point where like even his mid albums are better than a lot of people's best albums. Yeah, you know. So that also that's also that's like what I wanted to say where it's like okay, is Kendrick's best album better than Drake's best album? Damn. I think I mean it depends. I mean commercially, obviously Drake i think but i think it depends it also depends on who your who your audience is it is like yeah but i, mean, I think i mean a, if, you, if you're gonna say, the, like i think if you're gonna say typical butterflies is the best album mm-hmm. like like for, for typical butterfly to be somebody's best out al- like favorite album no drake album could ever relate to that like that's that's just two different things yeah yeah like the butterfly is not even like a that's that's just, that's just like no just like the message and just like everything yeah. that's being said within the album so like no Drake album could ever amount to whatever Kendrick was saying was on that album, right? You know. But so. can't you compare like Good Kid, Mad City to like nothing was the same? They were both weren't they both in the same category for album of the year? Yeah, because I think no. And then Macklemore, Jesus was also in that category. Macklemore won it. Yeah, Macklemore won it. Yeah. 
but I mean, good team actually. It didn't win. It didn't win best album of the year. I think out of I don't think out of everybody's I think Good Kid Madison Good Kid Madison is number one. Best album? Out of the three of them. Like out of every single album that they've all put, Good Kid Madison is the best one. See, it's so hard for me because like that is a that's a great that's a ten out of ten album. Yeah. It's a ten out of ten, like no debate. But, but I mean, so is other his other stuff. Okay, but that's like Good Kid Madison is like one A. Yeah. And I feel like the other ten albums are probably one B. The thing about Good Kid Mass City is like he paints the picture so well, you literally feel like you're you're incompetent with him. I felt like I was in the van with him. Yeah, when he had uh, like his mom on the voicemail and then his friends yeah. being like, "Oh, get up!" or like he he smoked something wrong, like all of that is like you can envision yourself in that. It's almost like a movie, you know? Yeah, where my damn dominoes at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but or bring bring the bring the van back home. Yeah. No, but it's just. Or even sing about me, I'm dying of thirst. You forget, you yeah. haven't said that all night. I, I, I didn't forget. No, but I think it came out he's one A, and I feel like every other ton of album. I think I think Super Butterfly is one A, but it's in its own category. So I think different, yeah. You can't compare that to the rest of the album. So, but with that logic, obviously Kendrick's number one. But, but like I also said, it's like with 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 quantity, you definitely lose that quality, and I think Drake has just put too much. That it's like. We don't have that anticipation of like, oh, when's that next album going to come out? Or like, but or like, I would argue though, like, no matter what quantity Drake has, people people are going to always say like, I miss the old Drake. So they have a, like a knowledge of how good he was. Not that he's bad now, but how good he was like 2009, 2012, like that era, you know? Because he, mm-hmm. he was the hot boy. Like he was number one on the track list, on the features. DJ Khaled with him, uh, Wayne with him, Nicki with him, like. He was the guy, and I think a lot of people forget that. Like he was like, this is the hardest artist, the hottest artist on on the planet, you know. Yeah, that's fair. You know, but I don't know. Having I don't know, that's tough. But I think I still have Cold Three because I think there's only even in one A. I don't think Force Hills Drive even compares to Good Kid, Mad City. No, it doesn't. It it doesn't. It doesn't. I, that's why I think. I I think. Oh, it's so hard. Are you talking about best work or like your three? Best work. Best work. Then Kendrick's probably miles ahead of them too. Yeah. I think Kendrick clears the two. But personally, for me, Kendrick's not my favorite. So that's why I have Drake number one. And I relate to Drake probably a lot more than the other two. But yeah, I think Kendrick, yeah. I think Kendrick clears like based off of where Kendrick clears. Uh-huh. See, guys, you got any last things you want to say before we end the episode? No, nah, All right, well, <sighs> that's gonna conclude Sorry, episode man. seven. Thank everybody for listening. Appreciate the time. Tell us who your favorite artists and your favorite albums are, and we'll talk to y'all later. Artists. All right.